Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Insane in the Membrane, Edinburgh edition. Insane in the Membrane. This week, producer Paul and I were joined at Comedy Central HQ by the wonderful Steve Bouchea, uh, again, who took time out of his busy Edinburgh schedule to come and have a chat with us. Um, and again, like I said, it's Edinburgh season. This is all what we're talking about. This is all on our minds. We're, in, we're engulfed in Edinburgh tension. But he came down and we had a good chat. Please welcome Steve Bouchea. Talk about getting men to talk and open up, but there's a way of doing it without it. It's, you know, about sitting there going, Well, tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when did you last cry? Yeah, you yeah. just talk about, Oh man, I was I just got me knob trapped in the fridge. Oh wow, how'd you do that? Well, I was a bit lonely. And... I think mine might be a le- little less blokey than some of the others. I've done a few mental health podcasts recently, weirdly, just in a row. Have you so I've got quite adept at talking about my feelings. <laughs> so now you're fine. Yeah, yeah. This is See, that's what men should do. They should all record three podcasts in quick succession. <laughs> but it's getting to the point now where they were like, can you all shut up about it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That we've done enough now. Is it not fixed? Yeah, yeah, is it not fixed yet? <laughs> it's the third podcast I've done this week about this very subject. Um, I think it's, well, you know, the, I was just saying, I was just saying to Ben last night, because of Edinburgh and the prep for Edinburgh seems yeah. to be all year round now. Last night, yeah. I just, I just, I'm going out, like Jay, because I've got my show and then Jay's doing her show. And so you just surrounded. Are you directing her? You're, you're no, involved. no, no. Jade's not... got, but Jade's got. Um, she's got a director. She's got someone else doing something else on it, and just right, so there's right. just always people around her doing her show, and then I'm on my desk doing mine. I'm, like, I'm going out. This is. And then what did I do? I went to watch comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I saw Kitson and um, Garrett Millerick at the Bill Murray. Oh, nice. To get some inspiration, and then had a few beers. And did you get inspiration? Or were you fit I've got. Feel? I got inspired, and then I ruined it by having one too many beers. Oh fuck! So I'm feeling it today. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Now I've been sat in a prep because I got too to inspired. Camp. Yeah, far too inspired. I got to prep early, and we're just sat there feeling sorry for myself, getting paranoid, and just texting people, "Hey, are we all right?" Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just man. that stupidity. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, how many did you have? Far too many. Because <laughs> I don't. I'm not been sorry, man. Okay. Not been drinking. I've sort of knocked it on the head. Because it was just because I'm always driving, I'm always gigging. Are we on by the way? Is it? Yeah, man, this is it. Just oh, sorry, you really eased it. That was the most eased-in start of podcast ever. Dude, it's a soft, soft, it's so soft, 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 soft,
Yeah, because otherwise it's like. So anyway, yeah, welcome. I, I Steve Bouget. I set up and I'm like, oh, hello. Yeah, yeah, and then it gets all weird. Yeah. So it's all about. Sorry. No, no, I've, ruined, I've ruined the start now. That's no, fine. All right, this is, this is our editor as well, so it'll, just, it'll make it seem Right, as okay, fine. We'll cut this back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's right. your end of a prep going? Are you doing all right? You know what? I feel like I feel much more on top of it than previous years because I went through absolute hell last year. Really? Like, really struggled. And, uh, to put the show together or yeah just not enough time and just like mentally I was all over the place right. uh, just you know when you, it's so time pressured that yes. you can't even be efficient with the time you've got yeah. you know like because you, oh, you're yeah, just worrying yeah. about how little time you've got yeah so. exactly that's why I went out last night because I was like yeah. fuck this yeah so that I was just a mess last year basically and it was just I mean the show ended up fine in the end but it just wasn't a very nice process no. uh, so I've been very conscious of that this year to make sure that doesn't happen again <laughs> and, if, and it's worked like I have been like I'm well ahead of schedule excellent uh, so it's been I feel a lot less I mean I'm still stressed don't get me wrong I'm not, I'm yeah. not like you know enjoying it um, but it's yeah it's not fun I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it but I, uh, I'm not like having a breakdown I'm no. not having anxiety dreams I've, for example I've only had one anxiety dream oh, since, really? since this Edinburgh whereas last year I was having multiple at night I've had a few this yeah, yeah this time I think it's because it's my first paid year normally I do free fringe right it's a little it's much more stress free where are you on? I'm at uh, Gildy Balloon 4.30 oh, yeah where um, what, what do your anxiety dreams look like? Um, I keep dreaming about all my ex-girlfriends and oh, none right. of them and they all they're all um, ignoring me and waiting for their current partners to arrive right 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 and is it at a gig then or is it just like I'm, just, I'm just sat in a room because that sounds like a I'm, gig that sounds, like, <laughs> how many are there is that enough for an audience it's probably yeah, more yeah, than yeah. a normal over crowd <laughs> there's a bucket at the end <laughs> I have to pay them back for all this shit that I did the reviews though brutal <laughs> yeah this can't <laughs> so yeah that's what it's been happening lately they've all been I've been sat in a room with my exes and they're all and I'm trying to talk to them and go so how are you, are you well and I'm like, I don't give a fuck I'm waiting for Dave you know that sort of shit so does Dave ever turn up Dave always turns up yeah I know he's punctual is Dave a real guy or is he a made up guy in your head there are real guys yeah but I think I've amalgamated them all into this one dude Dave yeah, he sounds Dave. great to be honest mate he sounds really cool <laughs> I, might, I might see if he's going out it sounds like a bit of a legend yeah yeah I want to go see his show what time's he on <laughs> I bet he's on at the present he's probably um, clashed with me so I can't see him <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but your show I, I've not it, it's it's called uh, what's it called Single Single, single Mum yeah 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 and uh, I was talking to Jade about it it sounds incredible yes yeah me and Jade did a preview together a few weeks ago a month, a month ago yeah. and uh, yeah it's, it's just about my mum being single when I was growing up and, and you had to you had to interview the her potential suitors. Well, I had to. Yeah, I, I was I was vetting them. You know, I mean, yeah. I was seven years old, so I didn't have a huge amount of experience in the in the field of, <laughs> of men. But I I was uh, I was just making sure they were good enough for my mum. You know, yeah, right. and the answer was always they were never good enough for of my mum. Of course not. Uh, but yeah, it was, I mean, basically, I wanted to write a positive story about. Um, single parents because mm. you see so much negativity you yeah, see so yeah. much like the media portray it as you know struggling a single mom or single mom scrounging on benefits all that kind of stuff yeah, it's, yeah, it's just yeah. like everywhere and you never and obviously that does happen and there is a, it is tough for a lot of families however you know I think a lot of people have quite positive experiences mm. of single parents and I just wanted to tell that story and yeah. put some jokes in it uh, uh, and my dad is terrified. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because he, he, he's got to come see the show. Oh, shit. And he's got to pay to see it. I'm not going to give him a free ticket. <laughs> so he's got to pay to see a t show about his ex-wife. And he's got to say he enjoyed it, because that's what dad's... You know what I mean? He can't... Yeah. can't he's, afterwards, he's got to go, that was really good, Steve. Have you still got a good relationship with him? Yeah, yeah, I see yeah. him. Yeah. Not in it seem loads, but... Um, but yeah, I'm closer to my mum, I'd say. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, they'll both come see it individually. And they're yeah. Separate. So they're not. They haven't got a good relationship. They're not talking to. Well, they don't speak. Yeah, it's been like no. twenty years or whatever. Yeah. But, um, wow, but, man. 
but yeah, I'm excited. I think it's gonna be really yeah. good. It's it's a sort of silly story, but also heartwarming. Yeah. And I think you don't see many men talking about being close to their mum. It's not no, a thing not really. That you, it's almost not frowned upon. But it's almost kind of like seen as weak in it to talk about being a mummy's boy or like. Yes. Yeah, it's, it seems weird sometimes. Uh, but I've always been quite a proud mummy's boy, so I thought I'd just embrace that this year. Yeah, why not? Just talk about yeah. it. That's a lovely. That's a lovely thing. I, I like the fact you said it's heartwarming. Oh yeah, it's definitely hard work. I mean, my mum, my mum genuinely is quite scared about the show because really? I mean, you would be, wouldn't you? If someone, <laughs> you know, your kids were in a flipping show about you dating, really. So the first thing she said to me was, "Stephen, please don't make me sound like a tart." And I was like, "Mum, look, I'm going to tell a story. All right, however that comes across is yeah, not my yeah, problem." Yeah. But no, she she's very much the star of the show. She's not. It's yeah. very. She comes yeah, you're across, not slagging her off. I'm not slagging her. No. no, it very much comes across as a, she's a good mum, but it's a nice journey. Like, it's a nice. I think yeah. it's a good story to it. That's really nice because with Edinburgh. It just seems to be like you need a, you know, quite a, especially at the moment, people seem to be writing more, they're like lectures rather than, yeah, rather than having a com- you know, comedy, like last year. But they're trying to make a point was, before the joke, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, and you're like, like last year when people were coming in and I was like, look, this is just me trying to make you laugh for yeah. maybe nearly an hour, but yeah. maybe not. It probably won't get that far. Probably 51. Yeah, 51, <laughs> probably tops. Yeah. And, and you can see people's shoulders drop. And oh, thank fuck for that. Yeah. Because they've just yeah. been pounded all day. With stuff they already know about. Yeah, you know, they're yeah. not idiots. Creatures to convert, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's nice, and I, no, I like I'm that. I've always done stories. I love, I love stories. Like I, I enjoy watching hours of stand up, but I personally find it like after a while, after half an hour jokes, mm. I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm, yeah, man, I'm done now. So I always try and put a story in it to like keep it, just to keep the audience interested, really. Yeah. But I've never gone for the like, you know, making a point thing too no. much. I mean, sometimes it's in there naturally. But it's I never do a show about this is a show about masculinity or whatever you know whatever people do. Uh, I try and just do silly stories and then weave it all together at the end. That's my favourite bit. And yeah. At the ending, people the reactions at the end are always the nicest bit. Do you enjoy the writing process? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah, that's my favourite bit. Yeah, no. Nice. Um, maybe I shouldn't be a performer actually. Maybe I should just write <laughs> behind the scenes. Yeah. Probably. No, I no I love the preview as well. I mean, you know, there's no better feeling is there than doing a preview. And yeah. you've got a load of new ideas, and then you yeah. come on. Even if it's a rubbish preview, but if some of those ideas worked, yeah. that's better than doing any gig. Like True. Getting paid loads of money for a normal, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that doing nothing. It's just that's the best. So I'd quite enjoy this time of year for that, but it's also quite stressful. Yeah. Do you have any sort of like like I said, I I went out last night and got fucked, <laughs> which I probably shouldn't have done. Didn't say that. It's got worse the more you told the story. At first, yeah, you said a few got, beers, and yeah, then you said a few beers too many fucked. beers, and now you're saying fucked. <laughs> I'm, I'm now I'm now summing it up. I got fucked last night. Um, right. Because the pressure was just getting too much. I was too. All I was thinking about is all I've been doing is just driving and comedy and doing yeah. Something. And the fact that I went to comedy was kind of ridiculous, but. You know, yeah, but I sometimes that's... Sport, like I say, it was you know it was Garrett Millerick and Daniel Kitson, and I just needed to see where they were at, and yeah, yeah, and, and you know it probably was, don't and, compare yourself to Daniel Kitson, I reckon. Mate, listen, I'm a working class Daniel Kitson. I don't even <laughs> know this. He says so, that. Write this down. Write this down. Um, uh, yeah, it was just good to see, and you go, well, you know, Kitson went up there with a book with no writing on it. Just it just said a man written on this bit of paper. Right, right, right. And then riffed. For an hour, I hate that. <laughs> and, then, and then was going, oh, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good thing. Well, let me write that down. As he's on, that's yeah, where he's yeah, at yeah. now. I'm not at that level Lazy. yet. <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> but do you have anything to take the pressure off? What do you do? To- um, so I've been trying to do a few things this year. I, I try and take breaks basically. So last week, I basically took the week off. Not completely. Mm. I was doing other stuff like yeah. non Edinburgh stuff. So I wrote scripts, or whatever. But 
just detach myself from the show a bit because it does get a bit intense, doesn't yeah. it? And it made a, I've made a massive difference because now you know, I started looking at it again this morning. So it's been probably 10 days took off since the last preview. Oh, nice. And it, like, you just feel so fresh. And yeah. also those ideas that you were like, oh, I want to keep hold of that even though it's not working that well. Yeah. Now, with a you know, bit of distance from it, you're like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna get rid of it, I don't care. And you just, you're just better at writing. Yes. So uh, that's one thing I've done this year, just to give myself that space. But I've, that, I'm only fortunate enough to do that because I've started earlier. Yeah, right. Whereas last year, there's no way I'm gonna take 10 days <laughs> off, Jesus. Uh, but yeah, it's been better. And I just feel more uh, like comfortable doing it. Yeah. You know, there's less like, I'll make gradual improvements mm. each preview rather than going, oh my God, this preview's got to be perfect. I just yeah. go like, this is the bit I'm going to change this preview. It's the yeah. only bit I care about. And if that bit works, then that's a success. If it doesn't, well, that's fine. We'll you know, try something else. And rather than like trying to change the whole show. Yeah. For example, I haven't learnt it yet. I'm, no, right. I'm nowhere near learning it. Whereas Do you normally, write it down long form? It's Yeah, it, yeah. It, there is a version of that, yeah. but I have bullet points for on stage. So it just like alleviates all that need to learn your, your script because mm. like you spend half the time learning it and then you change it anyway. Yeah. So you might as well not learn it and spend more time writing it. Yeah, I always like to write down the idea. Yeah. And then just go and talk, and then go and talk, talk about it. the idea, and yeah. And it'll just, because then it just sound, because what I want to do, I want it to sound like I'm just talking to you rather than talking at you. Right, yeah. I want it yeah. to be sound more conversational. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm very scripted though. Right. But like very scripted. Yeah. So if you watch, I mean, I did, my, the way I see, this is probably the wrong way of viewing it, but the way I see an animal show is for me, once it's done, mm. if you come see it on different nights, it shouldn't be any different. Yeah, right. I'm not saying everyone should do that, but I mean, that's yeah. how I see my shows. And I know a lot of comedians will be like, that's ridiculous. It should be, <laughs> it should be different every night. It's more organic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But I see Edinburgh as like a theatre performance almost and just like write the script. Yeah. Obviously, tweet the script, like keep changing the jokes and making it great. And then once mm. it's done, that's it. It's that's done. It. And I, th I mean, obviously, I do. It does evolve with Edinburgh naturally. Yeah. And you do do stuff in the room, of course, because I'm do, a comedian. Yeah. But like, I just. I see this show as like a thing yeah. that I've written. Do you get caught done. up in the bullshit of Edinburgh? Like all the yeah, yeah all completely. The reviews every year, <laughs> every year I'm like, not reading reviews this year, they don't matter. You know, every year, Carl Donnelly, we go for a beer at the beginning usually, and he says, don't bother reading reviews, it's pointless. Mm. And I go, yeah, you know what, Carl, you're right actually, this year I'm not gonna read them. <laughs> Two days later, I'm searching myself. Oh mate, it. yeah. Oh and uh, and then once I've read one, I'm like, well, I've read one now. I might as well read all of them. And, yeah. <laughs> and and, and, and that's when the spiral of despair begins. You know? Yeah. Because you can't. You're not satisfied by the good ones. They no. don't. Then nothing good comes out of them because mm. there'll be something in there that makes you angry. Yeah. Or you just think, well, yeah, of course, that's how good it should be. Right. I'm not going to praise myself for that. Of course, it should be that many stars. It just should be just one word, genius, yeah, and yeah, five stars. Yeah, yeah. But even then, I'll be like, well, why have they not written more? Why, <laughs> why have they not noticed these? <laughs> so there's nothing good. So I know you shouldn't read reviews. And I, I would love to get to the stage where I don't read them. But I don't know if I'm ever going to get to that stage. I think it's the same with everybody. Everyone goes up there and says, I'm not reading them. And then it only takes to bump into one another act to go, oh, mate, that reviewing. Yeah. You go, and then you're like, they're a bit nasty. Yeah, they? and you go, oh god. Yeah, well, I, did, I did a gig it's years ago with Brett Goldstein and Catherine Ryan. We were in Ibiza, did a gig, and um, Jesus. and uh, Brett and I fucking died, man. It was at, oh. a, it was at a jet ski festival, and uh, lovely awesome. people, lovely people. But but Brett and I uh, didn't do very well, and then Catherine Ryan went on and smashed it, and uh, and then they came away. I was like, oh, what is what it is, and then someone messaged me from the gig and went, oh, really good to see you. Shame about that review. <laughs> oh, you prick. You absolute <laughs> prick. Of course I had to go and find it. Of course it wasn't very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, uh, and they're lovely people. The woman that, that I saw at the weekend up in, up in Sunderland, 
And I said to her, I said, oh, that review was shit, wasn't it? Laughing. She went, yeah, she says, I've still got it on my phone. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, not, it's weird, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, we shouldn't really put any stock on what these people say about us, really. No, as long as the audience in front of you enjoy it. No. But then having said that, I still pay thousands of pounds every year to get them to come. So, you know, it's, it's very hypocritical <laughs> for me to say. I'm not going to read them. <laughs> um, how long have you been? How many Edinburgh's is this now? It's my fifth. Jesus Christ. So I should be more better at not reading them, but... Um, but I, I mean, I love going, I've just gone every year, so I, just, yeah. I, I do love it. How long have you been doing comedy now? Uh, nine years, eight years. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I started pretty young, and then I mm. went to Edinburgh pretty quickly. Uh, Did you always want to be a comedian? Nah. No. Nah. No, nah, not really. <laughs> Even now, I'm not sure. Uh, no, I, <laughs> it's not that bad. We just no, got, I love it. Uh, I, no, I definitely didn't. I wanted to be a politician, that's what I wanted to be. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was, uh, when I was a kid. Um, are you still are you still um, interested in politics? I mean, yeah, be, yeah, especially what's going on at the moment. It must yeah, be. yeah, like I'm a real politics nerd. And yeah. I read like everything, but I never talk about it on stage, which I think it is a bit odd. That is probably the if you're most, so into it as well. It's my yeah. most passionate topic. Really, but I don't talk about it on stage. I just think you know, there's loads of comedians who do politics. So, yeah, but and, the, and yeah. I'm not one of them. Like no. I'm not. My angle on stage isn't Nishkumar. So no. I think I've got my thing. I'm just going to do that and keep politics yeah. aside. Even though I've seen I've seen a couple of comedians that they are known as being political comics and they've struggled a few times because audience are so sick and tired yeah. of all the bollocks that's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I just sort of think I want to make people laugh. Yeah. That's silly, silly, silly stories and yeah. do more kind of social observation stuff. So that's just a choice. But I still love politics. I read, like I listen to Matt Ford's podcast. Religiously. Yeah, really? I like, yeah. He's I great, isn't he, Matt? I love yeah. that so much. He's like, a funny like, boy. I, I, he's so, I sort of fanboy over him a little bit. Like, we are mates, but yeah. he's one of the few comics where when I'm in a car with him, I'm like, I know I'm going to have the best day of my life. Like, yeah. he's so funny. He's, he speaks about politics in a way that I understand. That's yeah. what I love about it. He makes it. it cool. Yeah. He should do, like, he should teach politics. He should. Like, to yeah. the nation. Yeah. And they would, it would make them love it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Layman's terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but it, just doing the impressions and stuff. <laughs> Even my mum would be like, oh, actually, this is quite cool. Ed Miliband does sound like a dork. <laughs> but you must do you must look at it the mess that's going on in a minute and just oh yeah despair it's fucked it's so frustrating as well how uh, how, how sort of pointless all this uh, yeah. argument is I mean how have you I mean we're not going to get into Brexit or whatever but no. like it just seems there's other things that are more important that yeah. we should be spending our time on and it's just taken up like so long so long so much money as well discourse. yeah so much money it's so frustrating uh but also from a political nerd point of view, very entertaining. <laughs> you know, purely from a theatre point of view. If you, yeah, if, you, yeah. if you forget about the lives that have been affected, if you just look at the, the pure the drama. 50,000 homeless people. Yeah, 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 forget that. The drama <laughs> of it, you know, the, 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 the gossip, the ups and downs of the Conservative leadership election, it's great. <laughs> but then when you realise the consequences of some of these behaviours, you're like, oh, actually, yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I think Matt Ford's very good at just going, nah, it's all the gossip, it's all the yeah. drama. He's excellent at it. It really, yeah, gives you a peek behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, he's very cool. You mentioned your, you mentioned mental health earlier. Mm. Um, is it something you struggle with? Well, I never thought I did. No, I thought I was a very um, sort of stable, grounded person, uh, and then last year I really struggled. Right, basically this time last year, for various like personal reasons and Edinburgh, mm. and it was just too much. Like, everyone got too much for me, and. Uh, I just didn't deal with it that well. No. I sort of like closed up 
and just got through Edinburgh basically. I just like kind of it was almost survival mode to get oh, through, yeah. and then like almost crashed afterwards. And I went for like a breakup, and it was all a bit messy. Um, wow! At but, the same time. Yeah, I break up during Edinburgh. It wasn't ideal. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and, and the, I mean, this is sort of my fault. It's funny now, but the show, I'd written a show about not, the show was about thinking my girlfriend was going to dump me. Mm. And at the end of the show, she didn't dump me, right? That was the story. It was a silly story. <coughs> all made up, right? Yeah. And then she did dump me. Uh, wow. At the beginning of Edinburgh. So every night I was going on stage going, she didn't dump me, see you later, guys. And then off stage I was like, oh, God, she did. Oh, no. Um, wow. So it was a bit of a disaster. Um, but... I, yeah, so I thought there was a few things in my behaviour I was like, oh, that's not very good, you know, and I don't think I dealt with that very well. Mm. So I, I vowed to go to therapy, right? Yes. I'd heard about it, read about a few people saying, people that I would regard as not particularly needing it, yeah. were saying they were going and they got a lot from it. So I was like, oh, maybe I should do that. And then it, obviously I didn't book it. Yeah, it gets to October and you're like, I'm pretty fine now, I reckon. Yeah, I'm leveled out. Yeah, 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 I'll just bury <coughs> that under the carpet a little bit. Uh, and then, in February, I started going. Right, okay. So it took me a while. But yeah. I did it. And there's just one really near me. That was the main reason. Just <laughs> Convenient. Geography, really. Um, and <laughs> 30 quid a session, reasonable. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's great. And I just go every Tuesday. And uh, I think it's helped. So much. Yeah. Like, it's good to just get it out of your head. Game isn't it? changer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's nothing like that deep. It's just like no. me moaning. It's me talking to myself for an hour. But <laughs> it just saves me doing it to my friends. Or, and what it is, genuinely, the biggest thing is, every time I get a bit down or like I get a bit stressed about something, um, you know, it could be career things or it could mm. be personal things, I, in that moment, I just go, oh, I can talk about this on Tuesday. <laughs> and I'm always excited. I've got something to talk about. Yeah. I'm like, oh, great. I've got enough rubbish in my life to talk about on Tuesday. And I like, rubbish. I like store it. It's like building up material, right? For new yeah. material gigs. I see these therapy sessions as like new material gigs. <laughs> and uh, then I turn up on Tuesday, I'm like, oh, I've got some good stuff for you today. <laughs> you strap in. She's like, wow, what have you got? And I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> so yeah, a bit of help. Like, and the thing is, by banking it and going, oh, I'm going to talk about it on Tuesday, it almost alleviates the, some yeah, of that worry. Yeah, you're putting it in a box. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it knows that I'm going to deal with that later. And it just like means I can get on with my day so mm. much more. Whereas before, I was getting caught up in those things. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. ruining days. And it's, you know, I wouldn't pretend I have the worst mental health. I'm sure people are a lot worse, but mm. I, I felt like it was affecting my yeah. happiness. Getting in your own way. So, and it's, you know, it's not, I'm not perfect now, but it's made a massive difference. Absolutely. I like, think everybody should go and talk I, to someone. I yeah. would recommend it to every mm. single person in the world. And it's just like nice to talk about yourself for an hour. <laughs> that, is, that is a good, and she doesn't, she never mentions herself once. I don't know anything about <laughs> She'll marry her. I don't, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know anything about her. Although, oh my God, I think I'm going to need to talk about what happened in my most previous therapy session in the next therapy session because <laughs> I fucking walked in. Oh God, I'm so socially awkward when I greet people and I never know you know, what to do. And, it, and I walked in and, oh God, she was sat down yeah. and I didn't close the door behind me, right? And I just came in and I was like, hey, and she got up. She got up and I thought, oh, no. she wants a hug. Oh gosh. Oh. So I went in to hug and she went, Oh no, I'm just gonna close the door. Oh, and I was like, oh, oh god. Oh. And then I went, Of course you don't hug your therapist, Steve. And then I sat down <laughs> and it was like a terrible start. And you could see that she was getting a notepad out going, This is gold. Uh. This is gold. <laughs> right on her own show. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Insane in the Membranes Edinburgh season. Scroll back through our past episodes from season one to hear from other comedians playing this year's Edinburgh Festival, including Phil Ellis, Simon Evans, Nick Revel, George Rigdon, Jen Brister and Ishan Akbar. All those podcasts and this episode have Edinburgh show details within the podcast description. Expand the details section on your app and come and see us. Hold up. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This show is made by Dark Horse Digital. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production. I, oh, I, did, I had one the other day, I had that classic one where you think someone's waving at you. Oh, God. And then you wave back and they're waving at someone oh, just behind God. you. And I, did, oh, and I went like that, I went, mm. oh, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> oh, God, and then it looked to you like, what are you waving at? Did you know oh, them? I just went, no, I didn't know anyone. I just, they were just waving and I waved back. Because it would have been worse if you had known them. <laughs> and they were like, no, 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 no I wasn't waving. I so know like, you. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Although I had it, I went to see um, Quotas Full, um, the podcast with oh, yeah. Kay, Kay Curd and, yeah. and everybody. And, um, and I didn't realise, I didn't know they knew I was there. Or they hadn't, I didn't realise, as, as they were coming into the room, I was sat the other side. But I was obviously lit somehow. And they walked in and they were all pointing and waving and it took me a minute. And I'm sat like this against the wall, so there's no one behind me. Yeah. And I'm kind of just doing that. It's <laughs> like looking around. Oh, it's me. Oh, it's me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, don't worry, fuck. It's, yeah, I, I'm, I, I've done that a few times, that. Yeah. Or, yeah, when someone's on the train says hello and... And they're not talking to you. They're on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, I've done that oh, a few God, times. Those moments. <laughs> and are you still going over that in your head? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, really yeah. the therapy session to be honest. Because oh, really? <laughs> the whole time I was just thinking, what, she, what is she thinking? Like, does she, yeah, because obviously you can't, she probably can't legally hug me. It's probably like a rule. Yeah, there's probably something somewhere. No yeah, touching. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't touch her. So, <laughs> don't touch your therapist. Yeah, yeah. Rule number one. <laughs> rule number two, shut the door when you walk in. Shut, that's the new rule. That's my new rule. Always shut the door. Shut the door. To prevent this kind of stuff happening. Anyway, it's going very well. She's very nice. And she's she just listens, basically. And you feel and it's just, beneficial. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was great. So, sometimes I leave that and I'm like, oh, God, that was heavy. You know, mm. and you feel a bit emotional for the yeah. next, three, next few hours. Uh, but then sometimes I just sort of, you know, strut out. But, uh, yeah, I'd recommend it to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Tuesday morning sorts me out. <laughs> also, good time of the week to do it, I think. Yeah. You've had, especially for a comedian, like you've had the weekend. That's it. You know, yeah. It's a bit of a downtime. Yeah. It's great. Oh, definitely. I, I had it for a, for a little while. I did it for yeah. Eight, yeah, it was the best thing I ever did. And then naturally it got to a point where I was like, oh, I don't need to come here anymore. Really? We, we've done, we're done now. What was the... Uh, yeah. Well, he's, he, he was... A, you've run out of stuff to talk about. Yeah, and he just, there was one day he was sat 
And he was opposite me and he kept yawning and shifting in his seat. I'm like, are you all right? And he went, he, was like, he, goes, he goes, you're very angry. There's a lot of anger coming off of you. And I was like, is there? He went, yeah, yeah. He goes, it's, it's exhausting. Like, it's really coming at me. And, I'm, and he was yawning and, just, and I just went, ah, we're done. We are, I don't need to be here anymore. And I said, turns out that's what was making me angry. <laughs> just him oh, moving right. around and yawning. <laughs> you're pissing me off, mate. So he'd gone full circle. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, right, we're done. At first he did, and then he was causing the issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it was it was really good. I'm glad I went, and he, he helped me out. That's good. Massively. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, made Did, me realise things. Sometimes they she says things like um says to me like I'll t- I'll tell a story if that's what I'm worried about, but I'll be smiling the whole way through because <laughs> I'm like you know just I'm not deli- I'm try- I deliberately don't make lot of jokes like I'm conscious of doing that. Yeah, you're not, not performing. So I'm, I'm not performing, but I am. I do sort of lighten up a bit. Mm. And then she'll say, Steve, you just told quite a sad story there. And you, you smiled the whole way through it. And I'll be like, yeah, I guess I did a bit. All right, I probably should deal with that. Then, should I? Uh, well, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, that's your problem. You deal with that. That's your job, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, you make, yeah. I'm not here to do your job for you, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's funny, isn't it? you know, you don't realise subconsciously there's so much going on yeah. inside you, you know what you mean? Inside yourself that, you know, well, I, I, yeah, I've had it. I've, I've had that loads of times. People going, "Oh, yeah, you seem to be suppressing stuff and pushing stuff down." I'm like, "No, I feel fine. I feel fine. <laughs> no, Stop touching me. Yeah. <laughs> what are you fucking looking at." Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, like the things that you, like little things that have obviously bothered you mm. that you've forgotten, like forgotten about, and then it comes out when you're talking <coughs> about a certain issue. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, wait, that was 15 years ago, Steve. But you're mentioning that." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I guess that bothered me." <laughs> I feel really. I feel a lot more. I'm a lot more confident in saying when something's pissed me off or when I'm troubled oh, by right, something yeah. now. I yeah. don't know if that's an age thing or just I'm just in a better place, a bit more zen. Yeah, yeah. or you just not bothered about having as many friends. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah, listen. To piss before, before, yeah, before we begin, I have enough friends, um, and uh, you really fucked me off yesterday. <laughs> I don't need you. So I don't need honest. you, so I'm going to just be honest Whereas with you. Whereas I'm still very much, I'm very much in the gathering friends stage of life. Oh, yeah. you know, I'm not done yet, I feel. I'm <laughs> yeah, losing, young lad, you've got loads I'm losing them, anyway. But they're fucking all keeping leaving London. keep moving, either to yeah. settle down or fucking go abroad with jobs. Oh, really? And I'm like, oh, You're all deserting you, mate. I'm stuck. <laughs> you know, back in the day when my, I had the coolest job, you know, it's like, oh, Steve's a comedian. That's it, yeah. Yeah, they're all working in offices, and now one's going to work in Jamaica. I'm like, <laughs> doing a bloody gig in King's Lynn tomorrow. The, well, we are as well. <laughs> you actually are doing a gig. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring you down with me. But, uh, no, it, yeah. no disrespect to King's Lynn. No, King's Lynn's very not, nice. I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've done it a few times. It's a nice gig. No, it is nice. It's a nice yeah, gig yeah. with some nice people. It's just far. It's That's far. It's far. You it go, far. Oh, it's only there. It's far. It's far. And also, when you're coming from South uh, West London, yeah, really far. Is that where you live? Is that where yeah. you're from? No, no, no. I grew up in Hertfordshire. Oh, did you? Just north of London. But yeah, I live, I live sort of Tooting Way now. Okay. But um, what I was going to say about the uh, the, the effect uh, the therapy's had on me in terms of you said about the mm. you can you feel like you can say things to people. Yes. Like they pissed you off. I I say that to myself less. So like I used to be very hard on myself. Right. Like if I did anything wrong, mm. you know, like if I wasn't as productive one morning as I thought I was going to be. Yeah. I'd be like, fucking hell, Steve, you've ruined it. You don't deserve to be <laughs> successful. You know, and I'll, in my head, I'll be like, fuck, I bet, I bet 
Russell Howard works harder than this. But I think James Acaster doesn't fucking have a yogurt for an hour. You know, just like that. And, and I'll beat myself up about it for ages. It's more than the actual unproductiveness. Uh, and it was so stupid. And uh, and now I'm just a lot less hard on myself. Yeah. I'm much more like, oh, that's right, you had a bit of a rubbish morning. Yeah. And then I'll be better in the afternoon. And I am. I'm now much more productive because I'm easier on myself. Yes. So that's been a thing because that's it came up pretty quickly in therapy how hard I am on myself yeah, right. and how unnecessarily strict I am. <laughs> I was always because because everybody else seemed to be maybe up with a lark and then they two hours writing first thing in the morning and, and yeah. then I'd beat myself up because I wasn't doing that. Yeah, um, but they're not really doing that. Well, yeah, exactly. I know that now. I just see <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just see like everyone was doing it. You yeah, know? And yeah, it does yeah. make me laugh when I see someone put a picture up. Of their laptop and a notepad. Oh, and it's yeah, like, yeah. Today's office. And you go, yeah. what? That doesn't. You've not done anything. <laughs> You've not done anything. You've tweeted that. <laughs> Productive. Yeah. And it's. Um, but now I don't beat myself up because my. Um, uh, me being productive comes at different times in the day. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I just, I just have to go with it when it comes. And well, I know it will come at some point. Mm. But whenever. It might be in the evening if I'm at home or it might yeah. be, you know. It, you know, it just comes, so I just have to go with it. Also, have you ever been to an actual office? Yeah. Sometimes when I've been on writing jobs and you have to sit in a, you know, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a production office or whatever, and you just see how little they do all day. Just sitting around talking just about the nothing. ideas. They have, they make cups of tea all the time, <laughs> and they're just chatting about the weekend. I'm like, are you kidding me? If I'd done this little in the morning, I'd have, I'd have, I'd have had a meltdown again. I'd have had another James Acaster Russell Howard meltdown, but you not. I'm just going for lunch at Nando's, you know. <laughs> So it makes you feel less bad when I go into those offices. I think this, I think that's the key is reminding yourself that every, like you've just said, people aren't as productive as they as they're making out. No, you know. Yeah. And, and it, it, as long as you as long as you get stuff done. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself. And also, you can't set unrealistic expectations because that's when you get that's when you get annoyed at yourself. Yes. If you set an unrealistic expectation, obviously you're not going to meet it. No. Um, so now basically I just I've lowered the bar <laughs> I've just made it easier for myself you know like on FIFA when you go ah oh, it's too hard on it on, uh, on expert I'm going to go down to amateur and it's just you're better. Yeah, yeah. you feel better at football and that's what I do now basically on comedy it's true isn't it you just have to lower the bar it's like I was reading the other day and it said part, a part of depression is beating yourself up because you've not been productive yeah and when I read that, I went, brilliant, I'm depressed. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a label now, so it doesn't matter. I can just... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, going back to what we were saying about therapy, I just think it's very important just to just to get it off your chest. Yeah. Like with Jade the other day, Jade was talking about, she'd been overwhelmed with everything that's going on. And she said, I can't handle it, I can't handle it. I went, stick it in an email, send the email to me. And not that I'll have any answers, but it just yeah. gets it off the page. That's nice. Yeah. It's That's like a nice a, idea. Yeah, and it just gets it out of your head. Yeah. If you yeah. start writing it all down, and then it worked as well. Yeah. It's the same, I've, I've heard this as well, when, when people have, have sadly lost lost somebody that they love, but they've got still things they've got, they want to say to them, mm. you know? So write it in a letter. And I've, this, someone did this, they wrote it in a letter, and then they, they had a, like a, camp, a bonfire, and then they put the letter in the fire and so the smoke goes up. Right. And so subconsciously, like, on that subliminal, yeah, like, the, 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 it's yeah. going to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read a thing about, so if you're really angry at someone, or, yeah, basically, yeah, if you're angry, someone's wronged you in some way, mm. write it all down in a letter. Yeah. Like, to them, going, like, I'm angry you did this, blah, blah, and, like, really slag them off and be yeah. really strict on them. And then don't send the letter. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, I've read about that. You should feel better. Yeah, just uh, again gets it off, gets it out of you. My approach is though, send the letter, <laughs> hand deliver it, <laughs> lick the back of it, stick it to their forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read it to them aloud. <laughs> Strap onto a chair. Send it, them read it as loud. a podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who's wronged you? Who's wronged you, Steve? Do you want to? No, you know what? I don't really get angry at anyone. I get. Uh... Occasionally my management, but you know, not normally the management that sat right here. Hey Ben, how are you? Mate? Very rarely Ben actually. Ben's good. Uh, Ben's represented. You mean the monster behind Ben? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. only you know. But then often the thing I'm angry about is like, ah, it's because you didn't do this thing. You know, and it's my fault. Usually. Yeah, right. So that's that's usually where the anger starts towards. Yeah. Or it's that directs at things they can't control anyway. Mm. Do you, you know? ever? Do you ever? I know a lot of mis- one of the mistakes that we make as performers is looking at what our peers and contemporaries Big time. Doing. do you get caught up in that i i've got better recently yeah but uh, uh that was my biggest flaw right. like i was constantly doing that yeah. and every management meeting with my manager at the time james i would the meetings would basically go what this person's doing this why am i not doing that yeah, and he would go because you're not that person yeah and i go yeah, yeah yeah but we start at the same time and so i like, must be able to be able to do yeah that. exactly yeah. yes yeah, so i should have been capable of doing that and he'd be like yeah but you you don't do clowning, Steve. You know, it's so really obvious. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah like, this is specific to yeah. <laughs> this job was only for females, yeah. and you are not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but we started oh. at the same time. Yeah, yeah but Steve, yeah. sit down, sit down. Listen. We're the same age. <laughs> um, so there was a lot of that going on. Yeah, and there was like two or three people that I would, you know, fixate on. Mm. And even if, like, objectively, I was doing better than them, I would yeah. still get annoyed at little things yeah. that happened. So, so eventually they. He was quite strict with me and said, Steve, if you bring up, if you say someone else's name in one of our meetings ever again, mm. in that context, like comparing yourself. Then I'll write you a letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I won't answer it basically. So um, I just stopped doing it. And I still do it a bit naturally. But I yeah. definitely get less annoyed. Like if I see someone on Twitter, I I'm just like not bothered anymore. Mm. I I, think, yeah, I always, I, I, it's, I, again, whether it's age or I'm just more chilled out now. I just go, oh, I, you know, Jay and I have conversations and you kind of go, no, that's, that's good for them. Yeah. I'm really pleased for them. I'm doing my stuff. They're yeah. doing theirs. Yeah. Well done. I'm yeah. nothing but pleased for you. But it's a, it's a uniquely difficult industry. I mean, there are other ones similar, but it's because we're because so, it's so competitive. Yeah. And it's and it's so individual. Like the things we're doing is mm. all us. Yeah. So I suppose it, it also depends on what you want out of it. Yeah. Because I've said this before. I said it was someone the other day, and they, I said that if you're if you're into if you've got into this, and your your sole goal is to be famous. Yeah. Then you're gonna get hurt. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. need to be successful. You know, be and surely you to be known for for doing good things, for yeah. doing something good. Yeah, it's much more better than just being well known. You know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah I think I'm that's not, where a lot of people fall down. Yeah, I think it is, but I that's not so much what I, I, I sometimes I get fixated on that stuff on mm. like the number of followers I've got. All that kind oh of stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the bigger things I get fixated on are like um, what people think of me. Yes. You know, so yeah, I have like yeah, a yeah. perception of what I think other people are like. Right. So I've like in my head, I'm like, oh, these are the cool comedians. Oh, these yeah. are the really respected comedians. <laughs> and in my head, my default for what everyone thinks of me is, oh, everyone thinks I'm a piece of shit. Like everyone thinks I'm a really shit comedian who is just lucked out same, and can't tell you jokes. And then when everyone says anything to me that like goes against that, so you know, if someone says, oh, people like your show or whatever it is, I just ignore that. Right. Yeah. So I go, that's, they didn't mean that. That's the line. And then if, if I see anything that 
uh, reinforces my opinion of myself. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's what everyone thinks of me. Everyone thinks I'm dirt. If someone misspells my name on a poster, I'm like, fuck, that proves it. That proves, <laughs> that proves that no one gives a shit about me. That proves that no one even knows who I am. They probably think I'm Adam Hess. You know, like that. Like, that that's what I, that's, it, and I've got better, but there's, there's still this underlying low self-esteem. Yeah. Which basically that's the cause of everything. So like, <laughs> so I, if, if, yeah, basically I, I have moments of being confident and almost deluded level of confidence. Yeah, really? If I have like a few gigs in a row where I'm feeling great, I'm like, yeah, I'm the best comedian in the world. But then it only takes one small thing for yeah. me to come crashing back down. <laughs> and it goes back to the default of like, oh yeah, you don't deserve to be here. Right, you're an imposter, yeah. you're not a funny person. No, oh, mate, I had it, yeah, I did, last week I did Download Festival. Oh yeah. And I did, I did all right, I did brilliant. No, I heard mate, actually. A few I'm driven all that way. And it was it was just like being in the trenches in World War One. I, I imagine <laughs> it was I don't awful. Think it was like that. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. <laughs> yeah, just a load of heavy metal fans screaming at each other. <laughs> I think World War One would have been I mean, the D-Day guys had seen heard you say that. that Listen, World War Two. Um, Jesus uh, Christ! Speaking, speaking Both of us very ignorant. <laughs> speaks with a face of privilege. <laughs> I imagine that's exactly the same. It's yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. They had hot dog vans. Yeah, yeah. At least those guys got to play a game of football. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it was, yeah, I, I, I drove back going, yeah, fuck comedy, I'm going to quit. Bollocks to this, I'm yeah. shit at it. Yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It's amazing how quickly you swing, isn't it? I don't know if you're, so I go from, you know, yeah, driving back from a gig, go, yeah, this is it. Man, this is over. I'm yeah. gonna, I don't know, maybe I'm a teacher. And then <laughs> next morning, you just get one positive email yeah. and you're like, Oh wow! I'm gonna probably live in Hampstead Heath, I reckon. In about a year. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah you're right. Actually, I, I used to live in Crouch End for a bit and ride my bike up around Hampstead. Yeah. But yeah, one day. One day. One, day, I'll I'll one of these houses with this driveway that's yeah bigger than mine. They're house not happy now. either, are they? They're they're mm-hmm. all, all the comedians in there are going. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's done six nights at the O2. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fraud. No, no one likes me. <laughs> Do you have that? Because I don't have that anymore. I used to have um, imposter syndrome, mm. but I think it just it just goes away the longer you do it. Yeah, I, I, it's definitely got better. Yeah. I had it massively at the beginning. I just I definitely thought I wasn't a comedian. I just thought I was like this person who worked quite hard and mm. was quite good at pretending to be a comedian. You know, <laughs> and now I'm like, oh no, everyone feels like that. That's what yeah. everyone is. That's what a comedian is. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I think now I, yeah. I definitely feel better. I but. feel I've earned my place now. Right. Know? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'll be 15 years in October. Okay, yeah. But I feel I've earned it now. So when I, I don't feel out of place in green rooms anymore. So I'm like, no, 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 I've done the miles. Yeah. I've done the, I've done my stints in Edinburgh and I've earned my stripes and I should be here, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a yeah, nice feeling. That's a nice feeling. I, I, it depends what green room I'm in. <laughs> if I'm, you know, if certain green rooms, I'm like, yeah, I belong here. <laughs> But if I'm like, still, if I go to the London Comedy Store, I'm like, oh, God, oh, I don't plug it. This is awful, it's scary. And then Jeff Edison walks in, and you're like, oh, Oh, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a pussycat, really. Oh, he's a lovely man, but, yeah. you, you know, but you can't, all those things come back of like, oh, God, he's been going 30 years That's or whatever. It, yeah, know? yeah, Especially the Comedy Store, even now, we, like many comedians talk about the Comedy Store because it's the Comedy Store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You st- you, there's still a, a, there's an awe. You're yeah, like, yeah. Fuck, you know, that. And it only takes one shit gig for them to go, yeah, listen, we're yeah, not going to use you anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there is an added pressure to that. Yeah. You know? Certain gigs uh, just make me feel small again. Mm. So when weirdly when I do Frog and Bucket, I because that's where I started in Manchester. Oh really? It's a club in Manchester, and uh, I um, the, I did where I did Beat the Frog right the the, 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 the Gong Show, 
and the music they play before that gong show still now if I hear it Haunts you. makes me feel small like makes me feel <laughs> like you're just a little child trying to do comedy on you <laughs> pathetic little man <laughs> and uh, yeah just there's little there's certain places where I feel more secure than others yeah it's funny because we used to because we used to do jonglers a lot and their walk-on music was uh, Robbie Williams let me let entertain, me entertain you. you yeah so now and many comics will say this if you hear it in a shop you get the you get the butterflies and the, the, the it's like a Pavlovian response you go, whoa god I've got to go and talk about my dick for 20 minutes <laughs> you go to the shop assistant and go what do you do you're a cunt yeah, 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 yeah. shit yeah, yeah, yeah. any stag do's in <laughs> <laughs> so you so you do you feel you're in a better place you said you're in a better place this year so much better place I mean we'll see when we get to Edinburgh people might watch my show and go no Steve I think you needed the stress actually this is way too relaxed he's dog shit um, no I feel so much happier and I feel um, just like I'm not putting as much pressure on it you know no. like I feel like a lot of the unhappiness comes from just me not meeting unrealistic expectations so mm. when I put those expectations on then you know the happiness kind of goes up a bit so yeah, I just feel happier. And in general, my personal life is better. Yeah. Uh, just a bit more healthy. And uh, yeah, and I think therapy was a big part of it. But also a lot of it was just like realizing what I actually wanted mm. and like thinking for a second and just going, you know, you love comedy. You're very lucky to do it. Yeah. Um, don't get too caught up on the negatives of it. You True. Know, because it just still, you still got a much cooler job than oh, God, a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. And you really love it. And most of the time it's a, it's a joy. So, you know, don't get too down about the little things. And I still do a little bit, but yeah. it's, it's 10 times better. Like oh, good, yeah. The thing was ironic, is if you spoke to me this time last year, I would have, you wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. Like, I was fine. You know, like, I wouldn't even have noticed I was in a bad way. No. And I wouldn't have talked about it. Um, but now I look back on it, like, it wasn't, it wasn't great. No. Yeah. Oh, mate. And, do you, and the stuff with your mum from, your, from like, because what the show's about. Yeah. Did that affect you at all? Was that any long-term? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Haven't got that in therapy yet. Oh boy, she's got that to come. Yeah, the old divorce material. <laughs> I'm saving that up. Yeah. That's when you walk in and slam the door shut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now we're getting. Yeah, yeah. And just fall at her feet and go. Just, I'm so. I just need to tell you. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Can I call you dad? Um, I, uh, I, I mean, probably. I mean, it's a nerve. Everyone, everyone's childhood has an impact on them, doesn't it? Absolutely, um, yeah. I definitely had. Yeah, I mean, probably is a reason I do comedy in some way. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I ultimately had quite a nice childhood. Like it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't an unstable childhood. It wasn't really. horrific, no. no. Uh, my mum was amazing. Um, and but yeah, there's definitely some sort of anger in me from it. Yeah. Like probably some issues. I really, I mean, because therapy wasn't really a thing then when I was in the 90s. Well, it was a thing, but it wasn't as widespread. Yeah, no, um, we, yeah, no one talked about, no one talked about doing it. it. It was what other but people did. Really, in hindsight, we should have all gone to therapy. You know, mm. like me, my brother, and mum should have all just gone individually to therapy. Yeah. And it might have, who knows, might, things might have been different. Yeah. Um, but you can't change things, can you? No, um, you, you went at the time you went. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's something else as well, looking back and going, oh, shit, I should have... I've, I've now got to come to the conclusion I'm like I can't change that I can't change mm -hmm. the past I can't yeah. change there's no point in me sitting there going oh, if only if only if only you go I can't why am I lugging that around yeah yeah all yeah, I can yeah, do yeah. is going forward yeah. you know yeah I still do that a lot I'm guilty of that lugging the past around I'm guilty around. of lugging the past around like big things from years ago <laughs> just yeah. going god that's gone a bit better then I wouldn't be here now. yeah there's a skill with that and yeah I should just let that go yeah, well, I was worried about things from when I was like ten, like oh, really? something I'd said when I was ten. You're know, like, wow. why are you, why are you, the guy you were with, that maybe like you pushed off his bike or whatever you did, 
you, he's not thinking about it. What did you say? I just pushed him off his bike. I just pushed him off his bike. That is bad. I think I was jealous because he had. I liked his bike, <laughs> and I pushed him off it. Yeah. Yeah. He was a he was a knobhead anyway. Yeah, he was really yeah. shit to me, and I think I just I just had enough. I mean, that's a nice bike. I just pushed him off of it. He's now in therapy. And now he's now in therapy because of Rich Wilson. He's like, God, that rich guy pushed off a bike, and that was really the beginning of everything. Really, yeah. that's, it all spiraled from there. <laughs> never, I've never ridden a bike again. Yeah. <laughs> but me lugging that around, I'm like, right, in future, going forward, just don't push anyone off their bike. <laughs> And you haven't been able to do it every day, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're going to fall off the wagon in the, you know, every now and again I see a guy on a bike and I, get, and I, 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 I go to do it, yeah. yeah. And then I have to physically say, no, 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 leave him alone, leave him alone. Yeah. You've got your own bike now, Rich. <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah. I definitely like around things from the past. Not that, not that long ago, though, I don't think. It's more like career stuff. Right. It's like, oh, that Edinburgh show, if that one night at Edinburgh had gone slightly better when this person was in it, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, You've yeah. got to let it go, man. Yeah, you have got to let it go. Yeah. Because also, what I don't do is I don't think back to the good times. Because no. there's been loads of good things that have happened. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm where you're at really... now, you know, you're with a great management company, you're in a good place. Yeah, yeah, things are going right. Yeah. And I don't look back and go, oh, God, I'm really happy that thing happened back in the... I just think back to the small negatives. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I think that I, 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 this comes up a lot. I was reading Ruby Wax's book, and she was saying in that that we are we human beings are more predisposed to negativity. To remember negatives, yeah. Because that is the what happens. Yeah, keeps what keeps you alive. Yeah, yeah. So we shouldn't we shouldn't really go against that. No, <laughs> stay negative. Because if I was there, alive. like, oh, God, I did really well that gig five years ago. Oh, I'm really happy. I'll just die when I see <laughs> someone push me off my bike. <laughs> I think that's what I need to do. I need to push more people off their bikes. <laughs> Wake them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. This surrounds us with negativity. <laughs> oh man. So when when's your show? My show is every night at seven thirty. Yeah. Um, Whereabouts in, are in you? The, I mean, the caves on Cowgate. Oh, I know. Yeah, just the Sonic. Just Sonic fancy room. Um, really looking forward to it. It's yeah, a lovely nice. little room. I was in it last year. Um, and it's. Yeah, I'm excited. I was at 3 p.m. last last year. I thought I'd experiment with the afternoon. Yeah. I liked it. It was actually good. I prefer it. Great for numbers. But um, Yeah, well, everyone goes to the, the big famous yeah. people in the evening. In the evening, I yeah. know, yeah, so it's a risk. But uh, I've gone back to the evening, so we'll, <laughs> we'll see what I mean. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's you, you know, you'll, be, you'll, you'll be fine. I think there are more people out. That's the, the logic in it, but we'll find out. Um, you'll be all right. I've always been in the evening, but this is, yeah, back to proper prime mm. time. I'm at 4.30, and I think oh, I, I've. I've my show last year was 6.30. That's the latest I've had. No, it was, it was 6. That's the latest one I've had. Right? And it was fine. Yeah. It was just at the right time. Yeah. You know, it was people, they'd, just, they'd had a couple of drinks as well. Oh, so that's they're good. a lot yeah, more yeah, chilled yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. So. yeah, I've always been 5 or 6 in the past. Yeah. And it's been nice. Um, but yeah, inexplicably, I've just gone 7.30. No, <laughs> no, no thoughts got into Running it. Running with the big boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a decision that was made above, above me. Well, it's not. I mean, I, I don't know if I said this before, but I remember my in 2014 I did my first show, and I say that in quote marks because it wasn't a show. It was just me doing my club stuff for longer, and right, I right, and right. I pinned the idea of the show on it. Um, it was about my time working in a gay sauna, and it was called One Foot in the Gays. <laughs> yeah, no one came. What was your, well, in the sauna or in the... No, yeah, well, oh yeah, loads of people came in the sauna, but... Um, <laughs> it's going to terrible sauna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not there anymore, because uh, no one came. Um, but yeah, I did that, it was the other side of the meadows as well, because I like the name of the venue. What was it? It was the Cellar Monkey. Oh, right. Yeah, and I went, brilliant, I'll do that. And, oh, great, Didn't look yeah. at the location. Yeah, didn't even look to see who it was. 
just went, yeah, forgot to put my time and dates on the flyers. Oh my God. And yeah, well done. So I just felt, yeah, it's shit. What, you manually wrote it on? Every day, every day. You're on five, 5,000 flyers. So yeah, there's only one way to go after that. Up. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, that's really bad. If that was me, Matt, I'd be thinking back to that every day. <laughs> me telling you now, going, oh, I did shudder a bit then. I was like telling you. But you, but you, like you say, you feel you're in a better place. Yeah, you're able I'm to really talk excited. about stuff. Yeah, I think so. you know what I did a gig the other day for a um, a mental health charity that like kind of te- uses music okay. to talk about mental health, right? But this this time they tried to do comedy, mm. uh, and I did my Edinburgh Money Show, and they're really lovely. And the guy who organised it came on stage, going, "Give up for Steve and Jay," and they're clapping. I was walking off, you know, as you normally would. Yeah. And they went, "No, no, Steve, actually stay there." And he brought me back on stage. Um, and he made me sit down and he goes I just want to ask you some questions about mental health and I was like oh mate oh, wow. I've just done an hour of stand up I yeah. don't want to be sad to <laughs> you know I don't want to be not funny now for like 10 minutes it. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. started asking me and at first I was like sort of cringing and, you know, but then when I actually started opening up about it I just I talked about therapy and all that stuff yeah. some of the stuff I just said and then um, afterwards uh, quite a few people came up to me and were like oh it's really interesting to hear you talk about going to therapy and nice. I was like, well, that wasn't in the show. Don't, you know, like, yeah, yeah, thanks. Focus on the other stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, the show was all right, but that last 20. That last, <laughs> no, but it was interesting because you could see people, not that in any way they looked up to me, but it was like, they, I think it was like they'd watch me do an hour of stand up. Yeah. And probably thought I was happy and fine. And then to then watch me talk about going to therapy afterwards. Yeah. Made a lot of people just go, oh, okay, he goes to therapy. And yeah, yeah. like a few people came up to us and were like, all oh, right, yeah, well, I've been thinking about doing it. Maybe I should. Yeah, I think that's Especially the... I've changed life this one time. <laughs> <laughs> Did that come across? You're the Tony Robbins of comedy. Yeah. We should cut it. They cut it there. And basically, I changed lives. <laughs> that's it. That's the trailer. That's the trailer, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the arrogant approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's it's showing, like this podcast and things like it, is showing people that it's uh, you can. there's a way of talking about these things without it being, you know, yeah, like in Definitely. a doctor's surgery. Totally. Yeah. Like, it should just be about like talking about having a bad performance, isn't it? Yeah. And I think it's definitely changing, though, isn't it? You can mm. feel it. Oh, God, like, yeah, people yeah, are yeah, so yeah. much better at talking about it. Yeah. Just not the older generation. Like, oh, mate. That's, my dad's a prime example of that. You know, even now, yeah. I, I, I always make a point of hugging him and oh, really? saying goodbye, and he just stands there with his arms by his side. And he's <laughs> like, like, oh, I love you, Dad. And he's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Want to speak to you, Mum? <laughs> oh, that's nice. So he, I, I, he did tell me he was proud of me the other day. So, did he? Yeah. What, unprompted? Nice. Yeah, he just, he just, um, I rang up because of the podcast and he just said, I'd, I'd been out and done a lecture of all things. Oh, right. Yeah, because of this. And he just said, he goes, really proud of you. And I was like, oh, oh that's good. My heart. He got it. And then I went to hug him and he went, all right, we'll talk to you, mum. He's like, all right, that's a bit much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, off. <laughs> One at a time. Let's get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy, easy, easy. I'm 73. Let's just, <laughs> I've got a lot of shit to work through. But um, yeah, it was nice. It was a nice moment. That's lovely, man. That's really good. That's got yeah, me. Cool. My weakness is um, dad stories. So, you know, that films, if there's any like kind of dad son thing. In oh, film, really? That gets me every time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it is. I don't know why that is. I don't hey. know why that is. Uh, <laughs> How so, is your dad? So that kind of thing. So that kind of thing. I was like, wow, that's beautiful. That's Are you going to make your dad pay for you, pay for a ticket to come and see the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been invoicing for the therapy. <laughs> so now it's been thirty quid a week for uh, yeah. a year. <laughs> if you feel guilty and pay it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never speak up ever again. Ever again. <laughs> Mate, this has been great. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming down.
Appreciate it. It's been really nice having a chat with you. Yeah, great. Thanks, man. Cheers, nice mate. Let's Cheers. Insane in the membrane. That was Steve Bougea. Again, another wonderful chat. Good luck to Steve in Edinburgh, mate. I'm sure you're going to have a great time. You'll find ticket details for Steve's Edinburgh show in the podcast description. The Edinburgh season continues next time with Jordan Brooks. Once again, I've got a few shout outs to say thank you to everybody again for tuning in. A few shout outs here. We've got a, a comedy fan guy. Thank you to you. Five stars again. Brilliant. Thank you for your lovely review. X Neverland again. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that. And Ruth Advent again. Thank you. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. You're all amazing people. Until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and I'll see you again. Bye-bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Made by DarkHorseDigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.